You're listening to The Voice of Dog. I'm Kaki, your faithful fireside companion. And today's story is A Well-Deserved Rest by Sakara Fox, who is an avid historic fiction author who spends his weekends working on steam locomotives. And you can find more of his stories on Fur Affinity. Please enjoy A Well-Deserved Rest by Sakara Fox. The blood-soaked stone spear tip was raked over the grass, staining it deep crimson. Cuvelli's deft grey paws flipped it over and repeated the process, cleaning the tool with two brisk strokes. Cuvelli was a fox boy of ten summers, his fur filthy with churned earth and spatters of vibrant crimson. A patchwork skirt was wrapped around his waist, flapping gently in the breeze. It was fastened over his shoulder with a length of shaggy rawhide, tucked under a necklace of teeth, which clattered around his neck. The fox boy rose from his haunches, resting the spear on his shoulder. He took a deep breath. The air was thick with moisture, the morning dew coating his burning lungs. His heart was still thrumming in his chest, and he could still hear blood rushing in his ears. He stumbled as he tried to turn, his legs wobbling, his muscles searing with pain. He planted the butt of the spear into the dirt, resting his feather-like weight on the tool. The little fox turned on his spear, the stench of fresh, hot blood filling his nostrils, a strand of drool dripping from his lips. Before him lay a mighty red deer, its thorny antlers almost as big as the little fox and sharp enough to run him through. Thankfully, it lay still, its carcass cooling in the chilly air and a growing crimson stain on its neck. His big brother, Sakara, was crouched in front of the deer. He ran a paw along its neck, leaning in close to inspect the point of entry. His big brother resembled a birch tree, tall and skinny, his rib cage showing through the thick, unwashed coat of fur. He wore a pair of well-fitted horsehide leggings and a loincloth made from hare's fur with a great fur cloak on his back. A woad blue tattoo covered the length of his right arm, and a tuft of fur was tied off and dangling from his chin. You might just have the makings of a killer, little bud, Sakara chuckled, patting the deer's neck and turning around with a proud smile stretched across his muzzle. Might? I had rabbits for our supper all the time, Cuvelli boasted in an exaggerated tone, chuckling hoarsely as he dragged his footpaws toward his big brother, who raised a bony finger in return. Ah, but this is your first deer hunt, and a red deer no less. The older fox beamed, his voice full of pride. He could not overstate how he felt, knowing his little brother was learning so fast, knowing that he could care for himself if anything happened. This isn't a rabbit hunt. Your first big game is special, he insisted, patting the ground next to him and inviting his little brother to take a seat. Cuvelli began to feel that same sense of pride. This was his first time hunting big game, his chance to prove he was more than just a little boy who could take pot shots at squirrels with a sling. He felt that pride welling up in his chest, an equally prideful smile crept onto his muzzle. Cuvelli let himself fall upon the deer's bulk, crumpling into a furred heap like a brittle, elderly oak whose roots had finally given way. The deer's carcass was still warm, the musk still thick. It made his stomach rumble. "'You feeling all right, little bud?' his big brother asked, putting a paw on the little fox's shoulder. Cuvelli lazily raised his head from the newfound bed of fur to see Sakara looking down at him, an eyebrow raised. 
He yawned and buried his face in the deer's carcass. I could sleep until the leaves turn orange, the little fox mumbled through mouthfuls of matted deer fur. His brother smirked, unwrapping his cloak and spreading it over his arm and towards the little fox. He tucked it over Cuvelli's shoulder and tugged on the boy's shoulder, inviting him to cuddle up and keep out of the chilly morning breeze. Get comfy then. At this rate our deer's going to take us until nightfall to butcher, Sakara sighed, looking over the deer carcass. After a few more tugs, his little brother relented, groggily rising from the deer and planting himself against his big brother's chest. His sensitive ears picked up the rhythmic thump-thump of his big brother's heart, a sound that filled him with a sense of safety and warmth. He wanted to curl up here for as long as he could, his sore muscles seeming to fade with each moment he was embraced. "'Can't we do it tomorrow?' he grumbled, closing his eyes and pressing himself tighter against his big brother. Sakara sighed, releasing the little fox, who huffed and sat up straight, pulling the cloak tight over his shoulder. I know you're a sensible little lad, but what do we owe this deer for taking its life? Sakara cocked his head to the side, putting on a half-heartedly stern face. Cuvelli frowned. He knew all about respecting the spirits of their prey and making sure the deer's spirits could find its way. But Brig Brother was right. If they left it, the deer's spirit would be trapped here, scared and confused, its soul bound to a husk that some careless hunters had not bothered to make good use of. Not one single bit wasted, Cuvelli sighed, putting a paw on the deer's chest and running his fingers through its fur. Still warm, he thought. It must taste good. Sakara turned and unsheathed a painted antler knife from his belt. He put his paw on Cuvelli's as he pressed the knife to the deer's stomach and began the process of butchering their kill. With one clean movement, he slit the carcass open and reached the knife inside the deer's fat belly. After a few moments of rummaging, Sakara found what he was looking for. He could not see, but this was no obstacle. The anatomy of a deer was as familiar to him as his own two paws. He cut the organ free and wrenched it from the deer. Cuvelli watched with a hungry glare as his big brother offered him the deer's raw liver. This is your kill. Enjoy it. Take the deer's strength to replenish your own, his big brother ordered, and Cuvelli was more than happy to oblige. He took the liver carefully, looking it over. This was important, to take the first bite of his first proper kill, to make it his own. Unless you want an angry deer spirit giving you bad dreams and scaring away its kin, Sakara smirked, folding his arms impatiently. Cuvelli let out an ugly snort, stifling it in his arm. His stomach growled again. He couldn't wait another second. The little fox tore into the liver, still warm and steaming in the cold air. The sweet taste of hot flesh filled his muzzle in child-sized bites. It felt like only a matter of seconds before the liver was gone. At least living with a ghost deer wouldn't stink as bad, Cuvelli joked with a mouthful of liver, spitting half-chewed chunks at his big brother. Oh yeah? Sakara turned up his nose at the little fox. Just you wait until you have to crawl inside there and fetch me its intestines. The big fox gestured to the slit he'd made in the deer's belly, a smug smile plastered on his muzzle. Eh, it's no worse than when you rub deer poo in your fur before a hunt, Cuvelli retorted, then gulped loudly, finishing his snack. He rubbed his muzzle, smearing deer's blood over his lips. Sakara let out a raucous laugh, wrapping one arm around his belly to stop his sides from splitting. With the other arm, he grabbed his little brother, pulling the little fox into a tight, smelly hug and pressing their foreheads together. 
Ah, I couldn't have asked for a better little brother. This was A Well-Deserved Rest by Sakara Fox, read for you by Kaki, your faithful fireside companion. You can find more stories on the web at thevoice.dog or find the show wherever you get your podcasts. Thank you for listening to The Voice of Dog.